Next, Camper. What's good, bro? Not much, man. How you doing? Good, man. How you doing, bro? Good, man. Appreciate you for taking the time out for this. Of course. Anytime. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I was just telling the viewers before you got on here, you've been doing your thing. We've known you since pretty much the beginning of your rise and just to see you now. And, you know, it, it's just incredible to see all the work that you've put in. It's It's just a blessing, bro. Like... You know, like, just working hard and just putting the work in and, you know, just allowing just God to just, you know, work on your journey and just understanding the process and, you know, living in that. It's just taking it one day at a time, bro. It's a beautiful process. Yeah. So, Camper, let me start out with this because you and I, we, we've seen R&B from pretty much, you know, from the beginning, from the 90s up until now. And one of the things that diehard R&B fans love to do is you know i remember back in the day when i was growing up i would always want to see oh is brian michael cox on this album yeah. is the underdogs on this album and i feel like now when i'm listening to an r&b album i'm searching for is camper on this album right. so and, and it's a beautiful thing but i want to start off let's take it back to when you were growing up who were some producers that you were like checking out like i hope this producer is on this album like who were your producers like, that you man like like my go-to uh like i just i just had the pro i had the i had the privilege to like sit underneath Rodney Jerkins when you know he had mm. to go up the street from where I grew up at. So like wow. just like playing at his father's church and then going to the studio or watching work with everybody, bro. Like he was playing like unreleased Michael Jackson songs, like putting his putting it putting his uh his uh his voices in like certain beats and like just just certain just stuff like I mean it's just like I was like yo I'm I'm it's crazy man and like i used to just i would watch him just do that <laughs> all the time bro so like yeah definitely definitely rodney um uh b cox um teddy riley people like that nice so let's take it back to the early beginnings here of course you know our introduction to you, which a lot of people might not even recognize, you were on the Bow Wow and Omarion album back in the day, Face Off, on the song Hood Star. And you were right. so young at the time. So kind of just take me through that process of getting on that album. Um, I had a, I had a, a, a partner at the time. And yeah. uh, shout out to Infinity. And, you know, like, uh, he was a part of the Dark Child camp. Mm. Back then, I was like a sophomore, junior in high school, you know? So like, yeah. I didn't really know too much. So like, you know, like me and him were just making beats and then like, you know, Bow Wow and Amari, I wanted it for the album. So I gave it to him. I was 16 years old, walking around with a gold <laughs> plaque. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> My first placement, bro, I was so hyped, dog. You couldn't tell me nothing. Right. <laughs> crazy. As a as a sixteen year old, of course you know the music you're making beats, but at that point, are you understanding that there's a financial aspect aspect to it as well that you could actually make money? Like, do you remember your first check from that? Yeah, I remember. And then, like when I when I when I found out that it was some bread and it, it was like, all right, cool. You know, not only my passions in it, you know, I can like you know I can come up to a little bit. So you know, I was like, all right, cool. That kind of motivated me too to kind of get it together. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, you know, at that time, you're working with Infinity. You guys are creating beats together. At what point 
does that mindset change from making beats to being a full-on producer like you are now? You're involved with like vocally producing, you're writing, you're making the beats. Of course, you're directing the whole thing. Like, wh- at what point did that kind of come in? Um, just like when I began to take my craft more serious. Um, it was just a time where it was like it was fun. Like making beats was fun. It was fun, like you know. But like when I really began to go into detail and begin to study and really understand what the craft really was, I began to take it to heart. Yeah. You know, like it's a real thing, man. Like it's a real special moment when you put something together and you know what to do, how to do it, what not to do. You know, like just yeah. understanding the feeling and the emotion and just the and the creativity, just respecting that. You know, like right. it, just, it just got deeper than me. Like the more I begin to seek it, right. So you know, you get your first placement on that Bow Wow Omarion album. You're 16 at the time. You probably don't really know the ins and outs of the industry. So kind of take me through that grind period after that album like was it hard to get placements were you even looking to get placements were you just making beats like take me through that period um i mean yeah i mean it was still a grind like you know like we ain't make it yet ain't nobody make it yet we were still trying to figure it out we were still working you know so like anything we can get our hands on it was just you know cool you know let's be a part of it i want to be a part of it like this is you know this is what we got to do to you know to keep it kind of keep it going even when you right. even when you get your first number one, like you still you still gotta keep grinding. Like it's a lot of stuff that's about to happen this year for me, and like it's a lot of songs that's coming out. Like yeah. a lot of songs, you know. And glory be to God, I'm I'm a part of a lot. Uh, yep. And you know, I'm just I'm still in the basement, bro. <laughs> still grinding. Yeah, I'm still yep. putting the work in, man. Like that ain't nothing, you know. So. You know. Yeah. Love it. So, you know, I want to take it back and definitely want to touch on your current stuff. But the first time we were introduced to your music, of course, like for myself, was when Trust and Believe came out. Love and War. These records. Big records at the time. I mean, just take me through a young camper's mindset during that time. You're working with these artists. Like, what were you trying to give them at that time? Like, you're talking about, um, I'm sorry, like, you kind of broke up. Can you uh, repeat the question? Yeah, so during that time, you know, the first time that I was really introduced to you was during, uh, you know, when you worked with Tamar, yeah. with Keith Cole, Love and yeah. War, Trust yeah. and Believe. What was a young camper's mindset at that time? Um, I was just having fun, you know? Yeah. It was easy, you know, it was, it was, it was fun. And shout out to LaShawn Daniels. Um on Love and War, that was amazing. I remember that process like it was, like it was yesterday. And that song was, that song was amazing. Uh, and it was just fun, like, you know, like, it wasn't really, it's still not really, um, hold on, sorry. It's, it's still not really, it ain't, it ain't hard, it ain't work. It's just, it's just feeling, it's just, you know, yeah. LaShawn was there, Makiba was there. Shout out to Makiba Riddick. We went crazy that day. You know, we did some others too. Like we always go crazy. Um and you know, just just again, man, like it's just I still have the same I still have the same youthful mindset. Like I'm just getting I'm getting better and better and better. And 
you know, it's just, I'm just allowing the emotion to, to speak. You know, I don't work with every single body at choice, yeah. by choice, because I don't want to. But it's like, I'm having fun and I'm getting money. So it's, right. it's a blessing to, to have those both worlds collide and doing something positive and doing something that I love, you know? Yeah. So take me back to that session with Makiba and LaShawn Daniels. Those two, you know, they've done so much work in the industry at that time. You're the new guy. So when you guys are writing and putting the song together, um, are you taking lead? Are you kind of letting them take lead? Like, what was that process like? So, yeah, we get there. You know what I'm saying? You know, LaShawn, you know, he's a... That's my family right there. Um, He, um, cracking cracking jokes, you know, going crazy, you know, just making people laugh. Um, it was dope. And then I'm starting to play music, you know, and, you know, Tim Watt's going crazy. Everybody's going crazy. McKeever's going <laughs> crazy. And then I asked, um, I asked Tim, I said, yo, like, what you, what you want? Like, is there anything specific that you want me to do and that you told me and then it got done. And then on the production side, it was done. And then LaShawn goes in the booth, laying down harmonies, laying down melodies, going crazy, just blowing my mind. Keep doing the same thing. Now they're finding the right melody and then they're finding the right uh, lyric words. And, you know, hour, two hours later, the song is done. Wow. kills it. Nominated for a Grammy. We didn't win the Grammy. That was crazy. We didn't win the Grammy, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love it. Man. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to Lashawn, man. Absolutely, legend right there. But I mean, sure. you have these hits. You're you're starting to make your come up. I mean, do, was there someone in particular, or how did you kind of make your way into the industry? Because quickly after that, you were on so many different albums, like. Was there someone co-signing you? Was there someone that you met that really helped you get on these things? It's God, bro. Yeah. Like, really God, bro, because I can't even remember, like, like, the process for real, for real. I just remember me just being at the, being at the right place, being somewhere at the right place at the right time and letting my gift. Yeah. Allow my allowing my gift to make room for me, and it did that every single time. The time presented itself for me to do that. That happened. So yeah, and you know I started off. You know I was in Pleasantville, then I went to Florida. Um, you know we me me and Affinity was there. That's where he was living at. He was staying with the Runners at the time, mm. and um. We move, we go from Florida. We drive to Atlanta. Atlanta. This this is like, oh three, oh four, oh five, oh six. So this is like when like Atlanta was popping. Yep. Um, and then we're there, a couple years. I go back home to Jersey, start doing my own thing, and now I'm in LA, in and out right. of sessions. People call me <laughs> all the time. I like I'm leaving yep. the session. I'm leaving the studio. I think I'm I'm thinking I'm you know going home. Somebody's calling me like, yo, man, can you meet me here? Somebody, I'm like, all right, yep, I'm coming. Like, you yep. know, the grind, I don't sleep. The grind don't stop. Right. <laughs> it's beautiful, <laughs> man. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So I want to highlight this song right here. Chris Brown's Lady in a Glass Dress. Crazy record. Uh, Crazy yeah. record. And Sam then Hook. shout out to Sam Hook. Yeah. And then I also want to highlight this album, Neil, the work that you did with him on nonfiction. I felt like to me, that's probably some of Neil's most underrated work. That was at a time when R&B was kind of, you know, not in the most popular genre. It had kind of declined in that sense. Um, how did you kind of maneuver through that time as a producer when R&B wasn't the biggest thing? Um, I stayed true to myself. You know, yeah. I never gave up on what I wanted to get the people to hear from my musical standpoint of view. You know, yeah. so like every time I got in with Neil, I knew he was going to hit because he understood, he understood me and yeah. he understands me. That's why until the day that, you know, we go meet God, me and Neil, Neil and I are going to always be doing music, always. Right. <laughs> That's like with a, like a few, a few other artists, you know, like it's just a, it's just a connection that we have in this dope. Um, and when you find that connection, you don't, you know, you just don't let it go. Like it's more than money at that point. It's, it's feeling. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, like people, you know, people did rap, people did trap, you know, I still did me, you know? Yeah. And like, I knew that it was going to come around again. And when it came around, mm. it's here now. Yeah. And it's going <laughs> to be here for a while. I'm going to make sure of that. I think so. So during that time period, you know, did you ever try to, you know, because at that time EDM was really big. Was that even in the mindset or did you already know, like, I just got to focus on what I'm good at? Yeah. And like what I'm good at is everything. Like, yeah, I can do it all. And, you know, it's just the opportunity just presenting itself for me to do that is easy. Yeah. Um, But like, yeah, like. I never really got the opportunity to um, do EDM for anybody, but yeah. if, you know, if Steve or David call me today, right. you know, yeah. I'm there. It's easy. Um, right. But at the same time, you know, people were still doing R&B at the time when nobody was really, you know, really doing R&B like that. And mm -hmm. it was, it was trapped and it was different. I stayed true to an artist that, you know, really didn't get the chance she really wanted to get yet at the time. Yeah. And then we locked in and we did record after record after record after record after record because we believed in what we were doing. Right. But it wasn't time for that, but we was kind of like stacking, like kind of just like preparing because we knew that the time was going to come. We believed. Right. The artist is her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. So like yep. we changed the narrative. Yep. R and B right now is kinda like what it is right now. Yep. Because of us. Mm-hmm. Yep. We set it off again. Yep. And and you know, it's going crazy now and like, you know, everybody is like it's, it's pro R&B right now, and it's amazing, and 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 I'm one of the leaders. Yep. And I'm just Yo, Camper, I knew you were, I knew you were going to be one of the leaders when I heard that Neo record take you there. I was like, whew, banger. And that's crazy, bro, and that's crazy because that was Neo's idea 
to yep. make the to make this to that's crazy you say that, bro. Because yep. it's crazy you say that, man. Because like me, I was like, yo, man, can you make a song like yo, Cameron? Can you make a song like as we lay? Crazy, right? Yeah, like it's just like a a shaker. Yep. <laughs> like right so like yeah. I got the idea from that and then that's how Take You There happened nice yeah that, that song right there banger but let's let's talk about this Her Project because I remember this was probably a couple of weeks before Volume 1 came out we were talking on the DMs and you told me just watch out I had no idea what you were talking about but you told me watch out Volume one comes out, losing this, the first song off that EP comes out. I'm like, holy crap! Like this is groundbreaking music. It, right. you know, it incorporates some of the the trap sounds, but it still fuses it with the R&B that we love. Like, just take me through the creating creation of that process. And did you know that it would change the game like it did? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew because it changed me. Mm. You know, it it it. It changed me, and like, it moved her. It changed me. Mm-hmm. We was rocking, you know. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. I mean, like, I wasn't driving to New York. I was um, I was taking the Greyhound from Atlantic City to 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 New York. Mm. Do these sessions, right? Yep. So I'm doing these sessions, and then like, I take like the 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 last bus home, maybe like 1 a.m. or something like that. So I'm getting home at like 3:25 a.m. Watching my car, driving home. I'm putting on a song that we did, the songs yep. that we done, and like driving home at that hour. It's like, yo, this is really some crazy stuff that we got going on right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, all right, okay, like yo, you are <laughs> on to something. Even if it's just us, we rocking them with you. And I knew we had it. She has an amazing talent, and she has multiple talents. And ultimately, ain't nobody really seeing her like that right now. Ain't nobody seeing her right now. And I'm just very fortunate, you know, to have her, you know, to be my, you know, to be my go-to. I'm, I'm, I'm her go-to, and it's right. It, is 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 dope she's man she's everything yeah and i feel like in r&b today we don't really have a lot of classic r&b songs songs that i feel like will, t- will stand the test of times focus is one of them that song i think will yeah. be here for many many years to come talk about creating that song because that song is crazy for, forever that was that was that was that was special so i'm on instagram um, I'm I'm scrolling, and then it's a guy that I follow, crazy piano player. He had did this. Um, it's like a little, like a little warm up he had, and he did. And and I'm like, man, this is crazy. And it's kind of similar to like the focused melody. So right. so I took I took that, and and inspired me to play it, like mm. that, change it a little bit, put a beat. Slow it down. Boom. Like, when's the last yeah. time you heard a ballad this slow? Boom. Yep. 
And then the timing was weird too. It was like six four, but slow. It was, I knew it was different. It was pretty. It was sent the right tour. I made it at my mom's house in um, mm -hmm. Atlanta, New Jersey. And you know she went crazy. Um, shout out to Justin Love, uh, the writer on it, and just a timeless record, man. Yeah. <laughs> record, man. Right. <laughs> And I think the beauty of that first EP was it established her as what we know today as her. Um, and it established you as, you know, a super producer for R&B. I think it I'm really everybody. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. I think it worked out for the both of you guys. Um, you know, how do you kind of build on that? I mean, you put out records with her since then. You guys have dropped a new record, Wrong Places, last week. What's the process with continuing that from that EP and just continuing to build, like what are some thought, what are some things that you guys are working on right now? <laughs> Man. It's just a cheat code, man. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like when Shaq and Kobe played, it's like when Brian and Wade played. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's like Timberland and Missy. Mm. It's like, it's like um, it's like Rodney Jerkins and Brandon, yeah. Like Full Moon, yeah. It's like name a better duo this 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 season, yeah. This time it's around, true. and right, bro. <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's so much music we have. We have yeah. so much music together, bro. I mean, we have so much, and we just sitting on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, stay tuned. We're going to figure out what we're going to do yep. with that. But we don't run out. Like, we are the ingredients to R&B. You can't say R&B without me and her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think, see, what's what's beautiful here, Camper, is the chemistry that you guys have it's not like, you know, I don't, I don't want to use an, an analogy like, you know, if LeBron's playing and he has to carry his team to the finals, it's not like that with you and her. You guys have a chemistry, you know, it's not like one is better than the other. You guys work well as a pair. Um, talk about how she pushes you as a producer and an artist and maybe how you push her. Like, what's that synergy like? Yeah, that's amazing because Iron. I'm sorry. Yeah, iron sharpens iron, and it's beautiful, man, because, like, I'll make a beat. I'll, you know, play it for, like, yo, what you think? Like, all right. She'll be like, all right, cool. Yeah, add this. I'm like, you know, how about you do this? How about you change it right here? How about you? I'm like, all right. And I'll do it, you know? Because I don't have no pride when it comes to someone that I can learn from someone that I connect to. So mm -hmm. it's going to be times where we have to put that aside to come together. Mm -hmm. um, other times she was like, man, that's crazy. I need that right now. I'm going to the booth right now. And, you know, she might hear something, you know, she might tell me to go and sing on a couple of songs. I'm singing on a couple of songs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she might, she might want to play guitar. She might want to play the bass. I might tell her to play the bass. 
mm. I might tell her to play the guitar. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll suggest a run or a rift um, to do singing like this. It's like it's just, it's just, it's just a play on how we feel because we, yeah. uh, we can't do no wrong together. Right. So you know, I just, I, I submit to the just the the process of just it being magical. Right. Love it. So, so another project I want to talk about is Jesse J's last album, Rose. Man, I felt like that was such an underappreciated project. The people that heard it, they love that song, but I felt like it's, it should have been much bigger. Um, what I love about that whole album and the process, process of it is it just felt like you guys were going into studio and making something that you guys would enjoy listening to. And it sort of just translated to people loving it as well. Just take me through that process. Yeah, that was amazing, too. And, man, you know, she brought me home, you know, to her city. You know, I'm in London. It's crazy. We there. People were driving on the other side of the road. Uh, peanut M&M milkshakes. It's crazy. Nando's chicken. Oh man, just survive. And, you know, we really had fun doing what we did. Like, you know, we just did what we loved. And to me, it's still an incredible album. Um mm -hmm. it just didn't I don't know for whatever reason it didn't get the, it didn't get the certain type of love it was supposed to get. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, it still it still did what it did for me and it did what it did for her, and that was the biggest thing of all. Right. How yeah. do you feel like because I, I often have this discussion amongst, you know, my friends, and I'm just trying to figure out, do you think it was smart for them to release that project in four parts? I felt like it may have been executed better if they just put it all out, all out at once. How did you feel about that? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, people are doing that now. People, yeah. people are breaking up albums in different parts. You know, she wasn't the only one to do that. That wasn't my call. Um, right. If it were up to me, I probably would have, done it all just you know just in one shot just one whole album right um but you know people now are saying that like the attention span for mm -hmm. for people now is kind of you know is being being short short lived right. so you know i kind of think about that from time to time right i don't know if i want to do that with my album right <laughs> you want to get this work yep yeah. We're going to talk about this album in a bit. Uh, but I just want to touch on the work that you do with Mary J. Blige. Crazy. That last Mary, album, crazy. Mary the Queen. Uh, Mary the Queen. Talk about, talk about the process of working with a legend like Mary J. Blige, trying to give her something that I feel like, you know, you still want to make sure her demographic is happy with whatever you're giving her, but you still want to make it sound fresh, right? So right. talk about that process. It's easy, man. You know, like, she, she, she... She calls me. She says she needs the heat. Mm. <laughs> and I give her the heat. And it ain't about it being young, old. It's just classic. Classic. Mm. Everything I make with people is telling me for that person. You know? Right. So it's like, man, every time. But me and Mary, well, we're about to go back in and get some more work done. <laughs> going down what Queen Mary you already know love working with Mary love working yeah. with Mary sure 
Now, one thing we love about you is you're an, you're a producer that has you know let's say for Neil for example you've been on multiple albums of his Legacy as well Mary J as well um, just take me through kind of networking and maintaining relationships how important is that to you? It's very important you know it's you know my model's simple you just have to just deliver when you're called upon if you deliver they'll keep calling you again right. Um, <laughs> Respect yourself, respect your craft, respect others, you know? Yeah. Um, I only do too much, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm out the way. So, you know, when my name and number is called, then, you know, I, I, I come out to play. Right. And then, <laughs> and then I'm back, I'm back playing my 2K, man. I love it. <laughs> Making more beats. <laughs> so, I love it. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Absolutely. And, you know, before we get into the new stuff, I just have to ask, we've talked about so much of your history already from her to Jesse J, Mary, Neil, you know, do you remember a moment that it sort of clicked for you where you realized, okay, I'm at the top of this, I, I, this is, I, I'm ready. Like, do you remember that moment where it all clicked? Like, I come like, I come, Like in and out of moments, yeah. I have with that. Yeah, I haven't fully said to my said to myself, like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm here, yo, I'm, yeah. yo, I'm here. <laughs> I don't. Yep. I, I'm, I'm still in a work mode. I'm still in the grind mode. Like I still got right. things to prove. Right. And I do. To, I feel like that to myself. No matter how much people say that. If you never do another thing, you still this and that. People, people mm -hmm. are calling me legends right now, and it's like, cool. But it's like, I still have a lot more work to do. I'm going through phases. I'm going through changes, and I hope and pray y'all with me with the ride. It's about to get crazy. No, yep. <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm ready. So, you know, nice. So beautiful, man. Beautiful indeed. Now let's talk about some of that current stuff you're working on. You're working with Brandy. You guys have been working for oh a couple God. of years now. It's kind of take me through that process, man, because we <laughs> talked earlier, you know, a couple of years back, and you were in the early stages of working with Brandy. Just talk about what's kind of transformed or what that whole process has been like up until this point and where we're at now and, and what we're going to hear. I know y'all been waiting for this Brandy album for a very long time. And trust me, I'm here to tell you that I'm not going to let y'all down. This is the R&B album of the year. This is album of the year. Every mm. song is song of the year. Every song on the album is song of the year. It's it's a long time coming. And it's, 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 it's just an amazing feeling to have someone that believes in you and loves you and that connects with you, like, beyond the measure, you know? And it's 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 just a blessing for someone to see you that way. And the album is crazy, you know. Right. It's a lot of feeling, it's a lot of emotion, it's a lot of a lot of hits, and it's classic. And we took our time, and and Lashawn, he was just like, he was just like, he was like. Phil Jackson. Mm. And he was just 
coming in there killing it. I mean, man, we was in there all day. Like between LaShawn and Brandy, like just singing, 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 making sure everything is right, stacking. Like we was doing like eight stacks, then sixteen wow. stacks, bro. Then we tried we tried I think we tried like seventeen, eighteen stacks. Wow. At a point. We was stacking. Mm. Just the stack house. Stacking cheese. Right. We were stacking, bro, and it's like, man, like the, the more she stacks her voice, like the the the, the 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 more the transformation she becomes. Right. Um I really had a joy working on this album and I'm glad that she chose me to carry out the vision. Mm. So and you know, Brainy's another one. We have a lot of music too that that is unreleased. Outside aside from the album. So yeah. We might even do our own mixtape, call it Brand Camp. But, you know, <laughs> I love it. We'll see. Kind of take me through, because you've worked with so many talented female acts from Mary. Yeah, that's her, crazy. Jeffy. I work with a lot of women. Yeah, a lot. And, and, you, and you do a good job of it. But, you know, kind of take me through, if you can compare. You talked about some of your studio work with her and you guys co-collaborating on a lot. What's that process like with Brandy in the studio? Is it the same? Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, she comes to the studio. We go in the studio. I'm making beats. I'm going crazy. I'm yep. making, I'm making beats. I'm going crazy. Shout out to Kid Culture. What's up, my boy? What's up, my boy? <laughs> What's up, y'all? So I'm in there. I'm going crazy, right? Like just, oh my god, right? And she just sitting right beside me, going crazy, like, and I'm just, we just rocking. I get a mic. I'm, I'm singing. She's going crazy. She's singing, I'm going crazy, boom. And then, so like, I think for a week straight, she allowed me to just have that process. So when that process, in that week, I think I made it like, I think I made like, maybe like 70 beats. Wow. Just like pouring my heart out. Mm. 70 times. That's crazy. And, <laughs> and like, so like, you know, Obviously, a lot of them, you know, we ain't touched, but, like, you know, we pretty much touched a lot. Um, and then from there, you know, um, we had writers come through. Um, Cadence came through. Um, Sean, of course. You know, um, A-Rod. Like all, like, all the gang, we all came through. And, and you know, we all be writing and we writing and we in there and we, and we going crazy. And, you know, just a whole bunch of whole bunch of songs was being cut, you know, like she was expressing how she felt. Right. And then, you know, we would go from there and, you know, we just kind of just painted the picture, you know, you know, she, mm. she let us know how she felt and, you know, we, we carried the vision. She showed us the vision and we carried the vision out. Love it. Mission accomplished. Now, love it. I can't wait to hear that project. I know what's going to, I know you're going to deliver, but let me ask you this because you've had the Grammy awards. Now you have the placements now you have that title of executive producer. You're you're guiding the vision on this project. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have every song on the album. Um, right. Is that a sacrifice that you know that that's tough to to handle? Uh, if if I don't if I don't have if I don't have um, you said if I don't have every placement. Um, 
every every song on the album. Yeah, no, 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 no. It doesn't. No, nah, that that doesn't that doesn't matter. Um, because if I'm on a, if I'm on an album, then I got the best song on the album. <laughs> I got one of the best songs on the album, and because that's just. I can't remember the last time I had like an album. I think the last time I had like album cuts was like, yeah, it's been a while. Maybe, may, yeah, maybe like the John Legend. Maybe the John Legend. Yeah, when I did like covers, and man, John Legend coming too. Oh my god, he's coming, bro. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Shout out to John Legend. I used to write him on his uh, on his little blog. He had like a John Legend website. So I was in the seventh grade, bro. I was like, yo, like, my name is Daryl Camper Jr., man. I'm, I'm your biggest fan. I play the piano, bro. You know, and years later now, I'm working with him. How crazy is that? Can you hear me? Still there, Camper? Can you hear me? Hello? You still there? Yo. He's. Oh. Let me try to. Can you hear me, bro? You still there, Camper? Yeah, I'm here. You here? Yeah, I'm here. My phone about to die. Yeah. I got a charger. Is it? Yeah. Oh, let me see. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah, no worries. We good? Yeah, we're good now. You can hear me. Yeah, you can hear me. Right, yep. Well, absolutely. Okay, hold on. Which way I gotta go? Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. Yes. All right. How about now? Yeah, we're good. How about now? All right, cool. <laughs> so I can't wait to hear what you have with Brandy and as as well as John Legend. But Camper, it's finally time. We gotta talk about your album here. You've been talking about this album, I swear, for like a year now. <laughs> You've been hyping us up for it. What is this? Like, are you are you rapping on this? Are you singing on this? Is this a compilation album? Like, what is this album? This album that I'm dropping will be a singing album. Wow. And um, it's, it's from the heart. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, seriously, man, like, you know, I've, I've gone through some things in my life that I had to talk about. And the best way I know how to describe myself is mm -hmm. through music. So... You know, I stopped being a little girl about singing, and <laughs> you know, I'm uh, I'm going to use all of the gifts and talents that God has given me. And you know, I went to Miami, did some soul searching. Uh, I brought some of my teammates with me. Shut out the price. Um, went down there, um, got a nice, sweet overlooking the view of Miami, overlooking the ocean. I think we might have had. I think we might have had the best view of Miami. Mm. Um, and we're there and we're working I'm making beats and beats and beats and beats and I'm I'm singing melodies and you know I'm having words and, and then I tag Price and he, you know he carries out the vision and then boom song done <laughs> and then we go to right. the song same way and then another song same way so forth and so on bro and then like we got like yo we got like 15 16 songs done Wow. Now we go back to LA. Now I'm at record plant. I don't know if my manager's on the line, but you know, she was mad that I spent so much money at record plant. <laughs> 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 but it was money well spent. Um shout out to 
Tim McLean for uh, mixing my songs and, you know, being in there, sleeping in there day and night. That was our apartment for a couple of months, a few months. And, mm. and you know, thank you for everybody over at the record plant, the staff and, and Drew and, you know, everybody. It was amazing, man. Everybody just showed us love. And um, we finished the album there. And, you know, we had album listening parties. Like, you know, it was crazy. Everybody was in there, bro. Turn. Wow. <laughs> you know, I, I've been I've been sitting on it for a few months now. I was trying to figure out, you know, how I'm gonna come with it, but you know, I'm 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 dropping the first single off the project five two five. Um I I'm gonna be doing that within a few weeks. And then uh I'm ready for the journey to begin. Nice, nice. Love it. Can't wait to hear it. Now, just for listeners out there, because we're not we don't know anything about you as an artist, we just know you as a producer. And a lot of times we need references on what it sounds like. What can you, what, what does it sound like? It don't if sound like nothing. That's really? It don't sound yeah. like nothing. It don't sound like you, 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 you can't, like, Drake don't sound like, Drake, Drake don't sound like nobody. Right. Drake, you know? Right. Gay. He don't sound like nobody be gay. Like, this, it's, these, it's just these first timers, you know? That that come around and you know it's like, but I'm I'm inspired with who I who I was inspired by doing this album, mm. um, was, um, you know, being inspired by Frank Ocean, Frank Sinatra, mm -hmm. um, Andre Three Thousand, wow. Kanye West, of course, Pharrell, of course, um, LaShawn Daniels, of course, of course, you're gonna hear the. You're gonna hear LaShawn a lot. A lot of LaShawn a lot. You're gonna hear a lot of Brandy. You're gonna hear um you're just gonna hear a lot of Jay Dilla too. Jay Dilla's my favorite producer. Wow. Um, so you're gonna hear a lot of that. You're gonna hear a lot of soul, a lot of conviction, like a lot of heartfelt stuff. Like, you know, right. in the words of Danger Hands, my brother and one of my favorite producers, it ain't no hibbity bibbity going on over here. <laughs> uh, can't wait so Cap, we're pretty much out of time here but just fill us in on what's coming for you hers coming brandy's coming you're coming hers coming, hers coming brandy's coming big sean's coming john legend's coming tiana taylor's coming tiana major nine is coming corinne hawthorne's coming jonathan McReynolds is coming who Bro, James is coming. Um, mm. uh, I'm coming. <laughs> Capper, appreciate your time once again. And, man, we've seen the journey. We're, we're still seeing it. It's continuing. And just want you to know that you've got our support. Thank you, bro. Listen, man, I greatly appreciate you. And, you know, you and the family, man, you know, thank you for thinking of me, man. You know, sorry here, man. We want to get through it together. Yep, let's do it again soon, man. Let's do it. All right, take okay. care, man. Yes, sir.